My name is Evangeline Bacon, and right now I feel empowered about my running life. episode of the running brunch peter cunningham here with my friend ben ledbetter what's up ben oh you know the sky the roof always up always up well sometimes up. is that is that constantly the answer you give to that question then or sometimes because that never changes well i mean unless you're like upside down or like there's an earthquake and you get flipped upside down the roof could be below you name a time in your life that you would have found yourself upside down and thus given that answer uh, never upside down, but sometimes I was on the roof, yep. and like at CCU, we'd get on the roof of the library, and someone would say, hey Ben, what's up? And I'm like, well, not the roof, <laughs> because I was on it. So. That's a great point, but the sky would still be up. <laughs> yes, that, that still is. I've never been an astronaut, so I can't be above the sky. Not yet, not yet. I have no plans of doing that. Uh, sometimes the Lord directs your paths, even if you don't have things planned. That would be wild. I think that's what that passage is about. Yeah. Um, ben, we are in studio question mark. What what number Probably, or I'm going to guess G. I'm guessing G. Studio G for, what does G stand for? The Gellogs building. The Gellogs building. We are in the Kellogg's building in Rogers, Arkansas. Um, and what are we here to, to talk about today? Well, to hear, to hear today. What are we, what are we to hear to talk about? Today? To hear today to talk about. Uh, we are having on uh, Evangeline. Yes. Not Evangeline. No. Like Loretta Lynn. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like who? Loretta Lynn. Who's, tell me, who's Loretta Lynn again? I you know, like I, you I know. Feel like I do know, but I Old Rocky know. Top Tennessee thing, right? That's a song like that she Top, sings. Like Rocky Top, You'll Always Be, Home Sweet Home to Me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The legendary. Rock, I didn't know that was Loretta Lynn. It might not be. I might have just made that no, up, but I, mean, I always thought it was. I don't know. I always think of Ritalin, which is a drug. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I could use that yeah. instead. I, that's what I thought you said, and then you guys started, and I was like, oh, we're not talking about drugs right now. <laughs> Evangeline Loretta Lynn. Ritalin. Ritalin. Evangeline. Tom, Tom List. Riddle. Tom. Harry Potter. Ooh. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us here today. Uh, we This is actually a sad first on the podcast. We are not sharing brunch today like Ooh. we typically do. Um, on our podcast. Yeah, I had pizza and beer for lunch. I mean, dinner at Tori's. Oh, shout out to Supply Pike, whose building that we are currently utilizing. Love it. Shout out to Supply Pike. Uh, we went bowling at Fast Lanes. That's awesome. And it was incredible. Um, so that's what I had for dinner brunch. Vinjolin, cool. uh, what did you have for dinner? I had Domino's, actually. So if you smell garlic, that's me. That's Sick. double pizza. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it garlic bread? And pizza or just pizza? No, their crust is pretty the, garlic. Yeah, right? the crust will hit your mouth pretty hard. And everybody else's noses. That's true. Yeah. That's after I always you feel like it. I have to like clean my mouth off after I eat pizza. Because mm-hmm. I just like get pizza stench the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Pizza stench. Yeah. And it's with me. It's with you? It's with me We've right now. We've got some distance between us right now. <laughs> so like, I think we're going to be okay. Supply Pike, they've got, uh, for those that don't know, the uh, gathering room at Supply Pike. Uh, they have uh, large enough circular tables just in case someone has eaten Domino's recently. <laughs> so um, I uh, am midway through a shawarma bowl from the Meteor, um, kind of my, my favorite coffee shop, bike shop. 
Uh, I go there when I want to drink coffee and inevitably uh, spend too much money on cycling gear. Like Rafa. Yeah, exactly. When you when you sit across the room from a bunch of great-looking cycling gear uh, for several hours, you inevitably spend too much money on said gear. So, um, But a delicious chicken shawarma rice bowl. Shawarma. And, uh, shawarma. Uh, and and it's it's delicious. So I, I feel like based on my rule, uh, you know what? We'll let's let Evangeline right, right, right. give her description of brunch first. Okay. And then and then I'll tell you what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So Evangeline, what what would you define as brunch? Like what is brunch? So it has to end between mm. two and three, but it has to begin between nine o'clock. No, I'm gonna mm. change that. Nine thirty <laughs> and eleven seventeen. Whoa! Because like once you get past eleven seventeen, that's like my lunchtime. Uh huh. For no reason yeah. other than it was just my high school lunchtime, so uh-huh. now it's lunchtime. Got it. Once you get past that, you're at lunch. Interesting. But you have to start it during that time. Wow, that's a, I, I love that insight. The the specifics of when lunch begins. Right. Right. Because I think I've, I've I've always said that it needs to begin before noon, but it can it can go on past noon. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, but I would typically say that brunch begins around that 9.30 range. And I don't know why 9 seems too early to me. Because it's still breakfast. Yeah. It still feels breakfasty. You could sit down at 9, mm-hmm. but you can't get your food before 9.30. <laughs> Mom will not allow you no. to get in line. <laughs> no. Okay. I just find it interesting, though, that the start time is very specific. But the end, it's like, oh, between yeah. 2 and 3. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Because by then, you've probably had a couple of mimosas. Like, mm. you're kind of dragging it out. I have found that mimosas have... Overtaken eggs as the <laughs> as most the, as the core thing. the core product of brunch. It, honestly, it is it is mimosas. Right. I think now it's the last. Well, besides, our, we haven't released it yet. But I assume at the time of this podcast, uh-huh. we haven't released it yet. But our Jim Ryan episode, mm-hmm. they did not talk about mimosas at brunch. They did. They not talked about uh, the chosen. They did talk about the chosen, and uh, and they do eat meals in that show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what what <laughs> foods uh, belong in brunch for you? So it can't be anything basic. Like it has to be more involved. Ooh. So not just like French toast, but like French toast with like candy pecans and blueberry syrup. Mm. You know? Okay. It's got to have a little bit more. I like that. Yeah. Like you can't just like get a bowl of eggs, and bacon. No, that's then breakfast. Then breakfast. Yeah. yeah. And it, I feel like it's not just an uh, it's not just scrambled eggs. It's probably a like, cheesy egg casserole. Like a Benedict. With like almost. yeah, with like truffle butter or something. Yeah. Like, like, Some chives in there. You got to be a little bougie with your brunch. Ooh. Brunch is bougie. Yeah. Brunch is bougie, and I would guess that whoever started it in which England in England 1895. I listened to it this morning. That's how it. I know. Well, have you seen an English breakfast? I haven't. Super is it baked beans and pretty blah? Huge, but they pretty have blah, a right? A lot of food though. Okay, right? it's like okay. blah is blah is like tomato baked beans would go, which right seems not too like there's blah. like toast and just like a couple slices of tomato and then some pretty bland looking beans, right? With like and eggs like, uh, and, and sausages, like different kinds yeah. of sausages. Maybe at least the presentation of English breakfasts that I've seen just seem very English. Disgusting. You can say gross. Sure, sure. <laughs> it sure. looks gross. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're, we're on the same page. I mean, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen an English breakfast, typically because I'm like, oh, why would I eat that when I can have something else? I'll pull else. one up for you. True. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've just, I've, I've never been, I've honestly been underwhelmed by the description of English breakfast. So, not even whelmed. Yeah. Just un- completely You know what? Some of these photos actually look very appealing. Especially yeah. in that skillet right there. 
Um, I am trying to find one no, that doesn't look of, appealing. None of that actually looks good, mainly because it's baked beans in the morning. Right in the middle. Okay. And I am not baked beans in the morning. But it doesn't taste like baked beans. In the skillet what? right there, that looks amazing. Because I'm just thinking like my grandma's home, no, totally home style... Different. Bush's beans out we'll, the pan. Uh, we'll have Ben. We'll have Ben include in the show notes a link to a traditional <laughs> full English breakfast. Sweet. Uh, my, I just uh, decided a new goal of mine in the podcast is to instigate Ben including as many things in the show notes as possible. So at least things. one. At least one an episode. Yep. Uh, There's a good chance that I say that we're going to do it, and then I definitely forget. Well, our listeners are going to be disappointed. They should be. As, because I'm the mover, maker, doer of podcast. Uh, ben, on this podcast, do we only talk about brunch? No. What else do we talk about on this podcast? Bluey. A we talk lot. about Bluey. We like to talk about Bluey. Do you know about Bluey? Uh, sleepy Time. Have you yes. seen the Sleepy Time episode? Rips my heart. Have out I every seen time. the Sleepy Time episode? Uh, it's the one where Bingo's flying around in space where she's like trying to go to bed. Oh, man. Mm, you should. That's a good one. That's terrifying. That door just closed on its own over there. Mm. Oh, oh no, and so it's open. being opened again. Oh, oh there's no, there's, some, there's, they're going to work. They're going to work. Safe. It's right. We're safe. Um, um, no, it's Sleepy Time is about uh, Bingo goes to sleep. She wants to be a big girl and she wants to go to bed mm. in her own bed. Um, and so she has mom put her down, but then it's like her dreaming, but it's also her like going around the house and how she's interacting and stuff. And it's really cute because then it's like Bingo, I don't know. I can't spoil it. The ending is just like rips your heart out. Yeah, and in... The thing is that he's not going to spoil it, but it also would only take eight minutes of your life. So oh, yeah. anyone can yeah. go get on Disney Plus right now. And or watch. on just on TikTok, because they're just uh, yeah, all actually. on TikTok. Especially Full that episodes? one. Yes. How all over my TikTok. I know. I that in South Park, which is really yes. <laughs> very different there. We're going different But also, ways. both cartoons, yeah. both basically aimed at adults, just in different <laughs> ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of South Park. South Park teaches some good life lessons. And the satire there. Spot on. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Um, so, but we also talk about running on this podcast. Would you like to talk about running? Yep. Um, so, Evangel, when uh, did you start to run? So for, for recreation, not because you were being chased. Mm. Ooh. So, just a couple years ago, okay. actually, probably about 2019. Um, before that, I was like, I'd never run in my life. I actually avoided running, um, like the plague, like during middle school and high school when we did PE, I would like run part of a lap and then there was a shed (laughs) and I would high five in the shed (laughs) until everybody I could, like I knew how many laps it took for Mm -hmm. certain people to finish and I would just wait because I was smart enough. I was like, I'm not the fastest, so I got to hang out towards the back Mm -hmm. and then I would just kind of pretend like. I ran the whole thing. Did you ever rope any of your friends in this say, plan with you? Mm-hmm. Were you back there by yourself? or Occasionally. But okay. a couple times I did pull a few friends back that also cool. didn't like running. But they were they were more in shape than I was. Like, okay. I was overweight my whole life. Got it. And then up through, like, college and law school, I was morbidly obese. So, like, running was not a thing for me. Okay. Um, 2019, though... Full disclosure, I had a crush on a guy. Oh, yeah. In law school. That'll do it. Super fit. I was about 100 pounds heavier than I am now. He's super fit, and he was like, I think I'm going to sign up for a 5K trail run. And I missed, like, the trail run. just went right over (laughs) my head. Amazing. Um, And I thought, you know, everyone can do a 5K, so so can I. Yeah. I love love this. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this multiple times on the podcast that 
my desire is that people would have that mindset. Right. That that anyone can. Mm-hmm. It's just that very few do. Right. So I, I don't know. I love that. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, you're fine. I mean, that's that's what I thought. Now the trail part, I don't recommend that for your first <laughs> Cool. But I completely missed that. And it was in January. It was the Frozen Toes 5K. It's a good one. This. It's a good it, one. It's a good one if you know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. If you're prepared mentally for it. Right. Which, so you showed up just like thinking, oh, we're going to go run... So when you signed up, did you know? Because it said it probably said trail run on there, right? I didn't know anything about that. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that. She was so, looking at the guy as she was signing up. Right. She just wasn't even at the, yeah, I at was the literally office. like on my phone yes. in the law review office, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll sign up right here. I'll do it right now. Uh, and then I thought, I am like 250 pounds. I need to train for this. And so, you know, not trail running, obviously, because I didn't know. So I did couch to 5K on a treadmill. And uh, couldn't run for 15 seconds straight. But I just, like, kept through. I had to walk around the whole time. And then I got to the trail race. And we were on the road. And I was like, okay, this is, this is okay. If we keep this up, I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, I see a bunch of people just, like, jutting up into the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, my heart just, like, just fell yeah. into my stomach at that point. And... I stopped running for just a brief period of time after I finished that 5K, and I also was like, I'm not interested in this guy anymore if this is what he does. Right, this right. Is a, this is a horrible idea for Saturday. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then COVID hit, and uh, I decided that that was kind of just a great time to learn how to run. I just wanted to be a runner at that point. I thought that was kind of cool uh, and try to figure out how to eat, and so I did both, and I lost, like, 80 of my pounds during COVID. Wow. Heck yeah. Um, and yeah, started running consistently after Sweet. that. So what is, uh, you, you kind of said that you wanted to be a runner. Mm-hmm. What, what is that for you? What is it like? What is being a runner? Like if someone, like if someone wakes up and they're like, I want to be a runner. Like what, what was that? What does that look like for you? So during that like first summer when I was trying to be a runner, I would have considered myself a runner, but I still had to take walking breaks, like, a lot. So I think the the feeling of just, like, getting out and feeling free while I'm out there running, walking, whatever it is, I think, for me, that's the definition of being a runner, is, like, I find my freedom when I'm out running. That's awesome. That's a great definition of being a runner. That's, that's like, one of my favorite things is when people talk about, oh, Ben, I want to go, like, running with you, but you're too fast. It's like... I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I, I will. I can, it's not that I have to run fast. I will run with you. Right. And it doesn't like people like when they walk in a rush, they're like, "Oh well, I'm not a runner." It's like, but like you tell me that you're about to go run two miles. Like you are a runner, yeah. and and I'm a runner, and we are equal in that. There is no like running is you are doing it. You know. Is there a duration that we feel like people think connotates being a runner? Like a, like. It, Oh, two miles isn't enough, or is there a frequency? Like, what what is the That's thing that question. typically keeps people from saying, "I'm a runner"? Yeah, like, what's the what's the gate mm-hmm. for people? I, I would say like a probably a consistency thing, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a mix of consistency and distance, but yeah. I don't know what the distance would be. I I feel like I've found that some people purely because they're not as fast as some other yeah. runners, they don't call themselves runners. Like yeah, I, I, they I, would call themselves like joggers. Or, I guess. Or, or, they, or they just, they're, I have a friend who's training for a marathon uh, and she's run one before, but she doesn't consider herself a runner. 
And I go, I hate to break it to you, but you're a runner. Because <laughs> you're doing it. You are being a runner, so you are a runner. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then you, you mentioned, like, getting your diet in order. What is, like, because that's something I, like, even as a person who's running a ton, I have a terrible diet. And that's been something that's been eating me up mm-hmm. about, like, how much, like, I know I could be improving that much if I just, like, started actually eating well. Yeah. What, like, what were changes that you made early on and then that you, like, slowly either altered as you, like, started to lose the weight or, like, where you currently are? What is, how does that differentiate between, like, your start and where you are now? So, huge difference. When I started, like, and I actually have a note on my phone that was, like, March 12th, 2020, started keto and wow. running. Wow. So you're coming up on three years now. Yeah. And keto's not a great idea for running. I didn't know that. But it did kind of get me into learning how to get lean proteins and vegetables and everything like that in. And so looking back, I think that's probably why I had to do, like, the whole walk-run thing because... October came, I lost a bunch of weight, learned a lot about nutrition, and then started adding carbs back, and all of a sudden, I was like, man, I don't have to walk. Like, this is Mm kind of nice. I can run a whole mile, and then I realized, like, I can run too, and the more carbs that I kind of consumed, the longer I could run and feel okay. Wow. Um, So it's been a slow process of figuring out what I need as a runner versus what I need to, like make an easy weight loss you know what I mean because it is a little harder for me to lose weight consistently eating a ton of carbs but now I think I view my nutrition a lot differently now because it's not like I'm like growing up I'm a little fat you know growing up large uh I definitely had eating disorders so like I looked at my food like I had to earn it and I don't Mm -hmm. look at it now like that now it's kind of like okay that that food is what fuels my run. Like I ask a lot of my body, so I'm going to give it what it needs. And that's completely changed the way uh, I look at food now. Wow. That's awesome. I yeah. was, I was, you, you kind of started going there at the end. I was going to ask something in the direction of, I don't know, <clears throat> we've got athletes at John Brown University and uh, we have athletes that ask us, oh, you know, do I weigh, uh, should I shed this five pounds, 10 pounds and whatnot? And uh, especially in the, uh, competitive collegiate and professional mm-hmm. running world there's there's uh, a lot of um, just a lot coming out of really unhealthy coaching and weight shaming and whatnot for their athletes and so the last thing we want to do as coaches at John Brown is is dip our toes anywhere into getting our athletes to think too much about what their right. race weight is and whatever like there's so many things we need to get in line first that's gonna make them race faster before mm-hmm. that uh, feel free to not answer any of these questions, especially since I don't know you. Uh, like, I, I don't. I'm know. an open book. I Love. really don't care. <laughs> uh, I, how how did you how have you navigated the like taking food uh, seriously, but also not it becoming um, too much of a fixation? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then like you said something a little bit about uh, just kind of eating disorders and whatnot, like. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, you, you spoke to, but feel free to just elaborate on just kind of how it's not become too much of a fixation mm-hmm. in the process. You know, I think it, it has been less about not focusing on food and more about I focus more on running now. So yeah. running has kind of taken the place in my mind over what am I going to eat that day? What am I, mm. you know, um, should I be eating that pizza for dinner? Yeah. You know, should I be exercising it off? Trying to focus on that and also trying to focus on weight. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned like 
and I can't speak to professional runners. I can't speak to collegiate athletes. I was never like an athlete. I never considered myself an athlete. Um, But like obviously losing a hundred pounds makes running a lot easier, but I, between like 10 pounds, I really can't tell the difference. I'm running faster, 10 pounds heavier and doing weight training than I was, you know, 10 pounds lighter and not, and not feeling my body. So I can speak for the average runner. Yeah. 10 pounds doesn't seem to make too much of a difference unless, you know. Yeah. Right. Well put. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what did, when you started running, you were, were you in law school mm-hmm. at the time? Okay. And that was at the U of A. Mm-hmm. What did, what did training look like balancing with, we're going to go a totally different direction right now. Um, balancing your like study life your like law school life yeah. with getting your training in because i know that like megan my sister-in-law who you know from the uva um she, her life seemed chaotic the whole time when she was at the uva and in tulane like um i could not imagine having to get like runs in during the day mm-hmm. um what did what did your training log kind of look look like during that time 5 a.m wake up oh, and i would go to the gym obviously i trained on the treadmill during uh, law school so go to the gym run come back and then I would actually meal prep for the whole day uh, before classes started and then you know I'd just be set up to to stay at the law school or come back home and study and not have to worry about what I was going to eat or you know what else was going to happen throughout the day cool and what is fresh yes hello Hello fresh We were Tori and I were big fans during COVID for that. I've yeah. done it before. I've done it and Blue Apron. They're actually our sponsors for today's episode. Shout out hey. to Ben. Will uh, give you a link in the show notes to both of those <laughs> and uh, check them out. And a link it's to a can good. of like uh, baked yeah. beans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh gosh. Um, and then what does it look like? What what now that you are? If, I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but you so you work public defenders mm-hmm. in Benton County. Yeah. Uh, you always tell me whenever you come to the store if you're going to get a felony, get in Washington County, not in Benton County. Oh yeah. Um, Megan so, will tell you the same thing. Yep, Megan would tell you the same thing. Um, and what does training look like now that you're like in your profession rather than like training for being a lawyer? It is so much more of a break now yeah. from like because I mean I had. 60 clients today in court you know and so it was just like it was so nice to look forward to a run after work to get it all out uh still wake up at 5 a.m um i meet megan sometimes and we'll i'll do weight training so three to four times a week i do weight training and then i'll I'll run in the afternoons because that's when i enjoy running uh basically i don't have a social life which kind of (laughs) helps I don't know if it's because I'm like an introvert or just because I'm a hermit. I don't, you know, I guess that can be the same thing, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I could see an extroverted hermit, though. That would be fascinating. It would be wild. It would. (laughs) I I think people during COVID probably related to that. Like, they had to be a hermit, but they were an extrovert. But not having a social life definitely helps with training that much. Okay. Um, Does having a local running community help, though, with having some sort of, like, contact with um other people in the running like how, how does going to monday night mm-hmm. speed at rush or saturday mornings um at the community center what is like what does that look like compared to like when you were totally alone during covid huge difference mm. it i find that like especially long runs they are a lot easier like i will go further uh i'll go longer and i'll be happier when i'm with somebody else just having a conversation it's a lot easier to talk to somebody for two hours than to just sit in your mind for two hours mm-hmm. and try to run 
Um, so it makes it so much easier. It definitely helps having someone throughout the week when I'm like, hey, I just don't really feel like running today. And they're like, oh, no, I'm going to be at this place at this time, so you should come. Helps a lot. Also, I've found that runners are, like, some of the happiest people that I've ever met, which is kind of weird because most huh. people would think that's a miserable choice to make. Like, why would you? What's wrong with you? Uh, but, no, y'all are so stinking happy, and that helps <laughs> we, a lot. We, yeah, we, we are. We, y'all, we, not that's y'all. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, why would you suppose that is? Is there – can you put your finger on why runners are – at least most of them are so uh-huh. freaking happy? Maybe it's because, I mean, because running can be pretty painful, both mentally and physically. Um, Y'all probably relate to that a lot more as, like, speedy people. (laughs) Um, Someone who would, like, willfully choose it probably has a better outlook on life, right? Because things might not be as, like, they can handle the pain. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's I think like the, the physical endurance and the Maybe. physical. No, but I think you're spot on. Like the uh, the learning to endure the physical pain of running. At least I've chosen at times to like try to mirror it with just things that I'm going through in life. Mm-hmm. And I think there's got to be something just endorphins wise. There's got to be something yeah. chemical that happens in your body. Endorphins make you happy. Happy yeah. people don't kill their husbands. Yep. Legally blonde. Yes. Cool. Yep. Okay. That is true. We that will. True. Uh, we will uh, include a. Sh- uh, I'll, I'll link. include the clip in the show notes uh-huh. for that. But Thanks. also, just know that you don't. You can't. Uh, what is it? You can't get a perm and take a shower. Right. You can't shower within twenty four hours yeah. of a perm. And Ooh. that's how she it caught her. Runs the. The chemical. Phylum, glycolate. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> Uh, how often while you're warming up to run would you say that you bend and then snap? Often. <laughs> that is that is my personal favorite. On the line. I kind of like yeah. use it as a psych out tool. I bend, bend and, and snap. snap. <laughs> All of our YouTube watchers at home, you'll see us doing that right now as we're sitting in our chairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, podcasters. You, you don't get that. No. Subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see that. None of this is true. None <laughs> of this is real. None of this is real. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, you you said that um, so when you started running, a hundred percent of your running was on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And what? Why? How come? So because I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that people just like ran on a treadmill. Yeah. I do have so my pastor is actually like a marathoner. Yeah. Um, he's in the training group with me. He's in oh, it nice. every single year. James Longmate, super awesome. tall, skinny man. Fast sounding name. Longmate. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's a fast name. James Longmate. Yeah. James Longmate. Yeah. yeah. And um, he really actually, good. like, he heard that I was training yeah. and running on a treadmill. And so he was like, you should come join this group. That's and awesome. I, it was the first time I ran outside and I was dying. It was horrible. He is in his 70s. I could not keep up with him. Wow. And uh, so that was very, that was very hard on my ego. And so I went back to the treadmill oh. uh, until the gyms were closed. Yeah. yeah. So. What is uh? What would you describe the difference as? Like someone who potentially is listening and only runs on a treadmill, like what what kind of advice would you give for them hitting the road for the first time? And like, is it worth hitting the roads instead of just staying inside? It is so much easier to run on the roads. Okay. I think because like you have more going on outside of your mind. You can look at everything. 
you can speed up, you can slow down, you can walk whenever you want, and you don't, like, nobody's looking at you thinking, like, she's sprinting and then walking and then sprinting and then walking, like, what is she doing? You know, which I doubt people are actually doing that, but in your head you think that when right. you're in the gym starting out. Um, yeah. It's just, it's more fun, too. Yeah. I definitely feel more satisfaction when I run outside for 10 miles, yeah. and then instead of running 10 miles on the treadmill, I feel like I have been running for an hour and 20 minutes, and I have gone nowhere. I've literally stood in the same spot. When I look at my Strava afterwards and I look at the map, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was all over town yeah. today, baby. Instead of there being no map on Strava. Yeah, there would just be a, uh, and I did this thing, it's like a here's dot. my pace. Yeah. yeah. But do we love or hate the sensation when you get off the treadmill after you've been on for a while and you feel like you're being, like you're just walking normal and you're feeling propelled forward? I hate it. Hate it? I hate it. I have mixed feelings. I, I think I love it. It's, it's very like weird and straight. It's very weird, and I'm glad that it doesn't continue for forever. But for that, I don't know, 20 seconds, it's like, whoa. You're walking over to get like the sanitizing spray. You're and so everything. fast it's, to get over yeah. there. I also I didn't realize I needed to sanitize a treadmill until I did a workout just the other day, and I was like, mainly Spraying just sweat. sweat. I was like, oh my gosh, I am a monster. Just sweat everywhere. So I I thoroughly deep cleaned that treadmill, okay. but I just I had never thought about the need i was like i don't i'm not touching the treadmill oh no you are you are touching that treadmill it's gross uh you said earlier that uh you have no social life but i'm guessing that the people you run with are probably your social That's life my right social life. Yeah, uh but before sure. you started running i mean like you were in law school and you were probably really busy with that mm-hmm. what, like i'm guessing what was social life like then and then kind of leading us to it, it seems like running has brought friendship to you as well oh yeah the, tell us um, well so I mean when you're in law school and I'm sure with any grad program your social life is confined to the law school like mm. those are your friends you're all going through just like some would some would say the absolute worst together sure um, so anything you do you do as a unit and you're not like throwing strings out to all your different friends in a bunch of different areas you know what I'm saying uh, so it doesn't feel as overwhelming with your social life, I think, just because you're so confined together. Mm. Um, after law school, and I guess maybe this is why they say that it's really hard to make friends as adults, because I feel like you're having to cast nets out everywhere to capture friendships as opposed to just having like one little organized unit, and that can be really overwhelming. Um, I actually, so the first running group that I was in after kind of COVID went away was my was a Bible study actually it was a Bible study running group that would meet on Saturday mornings we still meet whenever we're not at the training group um and so like I don't know just having those connections that are not overwhelming for me really helps yeah do you all study the Bible around that moment or you all you all have a Bible study some other day of the week and that group runs together on Saturdays no so we do like a little devotional yeah. before we start running we pray together um, and then it's also just a really great way because I mean we go so far usually so it's a great way to connect with each other and see how everyone's doing mm. throughout the week like what's wrong with our lives what do we need to pray over yeah. and a lot of times and this actually helps a lot with with running really far is like prayer I yeah. love to pray while I run um, and so on Saturdays, like we would pray for each other and we would just kind of send up little prayers while we're send up, you know what I mean? 
What's up? <laughs> you, you you write a prayer. You put it in the envelope. Right. You put it's it in like, the in the little tube, <laughs> the bank tube. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you fold it up, you put it in the fire, and it blows up to God. Ooh, yeah. was that a... That was a youth group thing. A Harry Potter uh, uh, reference? Nope, that was just, you know, like like at summer camp. At Did you all church. actually toss little prayers into a fire? And well, would... you just, like, write, like, what you're struggling with, or, like, something you want to let you go of your life. And catch it on fire. You light it on fire, and it... Yeah. We nailed it to the cross, so that it could, the cross? it could physically just that stay in existence. <laughs> <laughs> physically stay in existence. So, unbelievable. <laughs> Um, so not, not all of our listeners are followers of Jesus. Right. Not all of our, uh, listeners, um, go in that direction right. uh, as we're talking about running. But since, since you've gone there, uh, tell us about, uh, are there any sweet spiritual truths that, uh, have either encouraged your running life or like running truths that are good analogies mm-hmm. for your walk with Jesus? Ooh, I mean, everyone talks about finishing the race strong obviously like that's a big one um man and my pastor he i run with him every week and he would have so many things to <laughs> yeah. say and i'm trying to think about all the things don't, he you would don't, say. don't feel the pressure to be profound or whatever and if and if you don't necessarily have things that you've been stewing on don't worry about it you don't have to yeah. try to come up with something now but if yeah you did, hurry. i i i just like to think and there is a verse that goes along with like God blesses like your footpath basically and so sometimes whenever I'm running I think about that like every step is a blessing yeah. from God yeah um and that's re- like that just really encourages me especially yeah. like doing devotionals and thinking about what I'm grateful for now it's like my legs and just smaller things that you know God's blessed you with you know yeah can we go towards um and this is another thing that you can feel free, yeah, just to shut down. But, uh, you know, in, in talking about weight and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to just assume that this was your experience, but uh, I could imagine someone that calls himself used to be overweight, like, dealt with some uh, some shame around your, your weight. Like, tell us in, in the process as you've, you've lost weight that you've, mm-hmm. uh, just the journey of, like, being loved by the Lord while you were overweight— and being loved by the Lord equally, like, throughout the process of lo- losing right. weight. And, and you would be just as loved by the Lord if you put that weight back on. I, like, have, have has that been a part of the, the journey of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plenty of, like, and I will say, not overweight. I was morbidly obese. Like, cool. class two morbid obese. Yeah. Um, a lot of devotionals that were focused on my identity in Christ. Like, yeah. constantly. Because... I was always so down about, you know, nobody asks me out. Nobody likes me. You know, I'm not, like, desirable in that way. So that was a huge focus for me. I think when I started to lose the weight, I kind of lost sight of that for a second there. Sure. Um, Just because all of a sudden people were asking me out. And, like, at first I would laugh at them because I thought it was a joke. I was like, what's going on? But I did lose sight of it and it kind of put me in a dark place mentally where all of a sudden that's all I was focused on was my weight. So it does kind of trip you up for a second when all of a sudden people are treating you differently. Yeah. Um, and treating you more desirable. Like you can forget that, especially as a Christian, that that's not where my identity actually comes from. Yeah. Um, so focused back on it, especially uh, within the last two years. Yeah. Sweet. Sure. Thanks for, for going there. Yeah. I, I, I think about like our athletes. Uh, we just took a, 
a group of four by eight guys uh, to try to qualify for nationals. And I uh, wanted to make a point before we even got to the race of, of like helping them to remember uh, before the race that like uh, you are just as worthy now you, you need to you need sure. to rest in like your value as a, a teammate for each other one of our runners um like right now so that uh regardless of the outcome right. you're you're gonna be okay even if you're frustrated so like if if we don't qualify for nationals you're prepared for that frustration because your identity wasn't in running faster and if you do qualify for nationals you're not going to start going, oh, look at us, you know, we're awesome right. because we're fast now. Uh, and so I, I feel like we've got listeners that might have not have the same story as you, but right. their speed might be the thing, like you, like you were saying, once you lost weight, it was like, oh, this feels really great. Look mm-hmm. at me, look at me. Um, so I feel like easily runners who finally get fast or are wanting to be faster, their identity can be in that goal as yeah. well. So, And I think that like having – that drastic change when no one was looking and just coming out and kind of being treated as a different person, I've had to really learn perspective. So, I mean, especially guys like that, their perspective is really in such a small bubble where they're like, oh, well, I'm not as fast as this this person that's right next to me, right in front of me. When in reality, compared to if they actually look out, they're like, they're the elites, you know? Yeah. so I've had to definitely learn that. It's like, I'm right here. I'm not as fast as you, but I'm getting out there and I'm doing it, you yeah. know? And that's actually, that's better than, you know, I'm where a lot of people want to be and you have to be grateful for that and realize that. That's cool. That's like one of my favorite things to think about while I'm running is I'll, I'll be chatting it up at like seven miles end of a 10 mile run. I'm like, the fact that we're just out here casually running five, six, seven, ten 10 miles for the heck of it yeah, blows yeah. my mind like there I don't know like especially at like whatever pace I'm running at no matter whether it's like your pace our pace uh, Joe Klecker pace whatever it is Klecker miles it's just absolutely wild how much we are more fit than 99% of the world right. like as once you hit that like I can run a, like not even just like race but like run a half marathon or even like run a 5k you've now separated yourself so much from everyone else who is not doing a thing to better themselves right um that just that's probably one of my favorite things to think about not because in like i just think it's not more shaming, like yeah like, it's more just like this is really cool yeah. what we do every day pretty dope right like i had i have had a conversation with a friend like that and you met her she it goes to monday night speed she has diabetes like she deals with a lot of different blows to her running and she just started running um, and the other night, she was really discouraged about how Monday Night Speed went. Like, really rough on her. She felt horrible. And I was like, I vividly remember the first time I met you on a trail, and you didn't want to run with us because you were too embarrassed at your pace. And now you're getting out there and running with, like, how many people? Right. You need to remember all of that. You know, I think that does so much for someone when you just kind of, hey snap back you you need to take a look at where you came from right yeah were you there this week at Monday Night Speed no I had a band ah band 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 I'm she's a in nerd. a band we're in, we're in a band are you in Ben's no no I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that could easily we're be. in a rock band together oh, yeah. that, that's what it's actually called. reggae <gasps> really wow 
Oh, I was like, <laughs> sick. That's the coolest thing in the world. With Megan. Oh, that's right. Like Northwest Arkansas, some, some, some more Arkansas wins. Yes. Yeah. Are you a, are you flutist? Flautist. A flautist. Thank you. Sorry, no, I'm not sense. actually. I'm a clarinetist. A clarinetist. Yeah. Why don't you have that's... a cool thing to say clarinet? Like, when a flautist, why don't you have like... Ooh, flautist. I, mean, I, have, a, <laughs> I have a flout. I have a flute. Oh, okay. But like, why don't they call clarinetists like clarinetists? <laughs> I think Squidward does. That's well, true. Probably. probably. You would probably that. identify <laughs> as a clarinetist. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did not have cable for until like halfway through high school. So I didn't also, get. I, I, know where so, this is from. I didn't get as much SpongeBob as I would, but uh, Squidward <laughs> did play the clarinet, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Was that and part of what got you? I didn't have cable, in? so I, I understand yeah. where you're coming from yeah. there. Did Squidward motivate your clarinetist <laughs> no. tendencies? No, I actually started out. William did. No, I actually started out as a Lisa Simpson saxophone player, oh, and then someone was like, "Here's sweet. a free clarinet." like all right <laughs> and it turned out it's easier than a lisa simpson saxophone and i'm talking like the honker oh yeah like, like the, barry like sax the... i played the barry sax in high school because i was the sick. only kid big enough to carry it wow <laughs> that's amazing that was rough <laughs> and then high school was rough and then you transitioned to i felt so much smaller very nice it felt great <laughs> yeah that's incredible that's yeah really fun yeah, no, we're uh, we're not in the same bed. Now it would be sweet to throw in a clarinet. You right? need to throw a clarinet into Jowls. Jowls. Yeah. Vince band is called Jowls. First show is coming it up here in a Screamo. April. Yeah, I guess that's what you want to call it. Now. That's kind of cool. Doesn't that's, it? Thank you. Doesn't the name Jowls just it scream? Scream, scream. Yeah, let's go. That's but it, the term I mean, would not be screamo, right? It's no, it's, it's it would be hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah. Oh. There's a difference. Screamo is like Hawthorne Heights, uh, scary kids scaring kids, stuff like that. Back in like the mid 2000s, Screamo died in 2006. What about like Skillet? Hardcore? No. Is oh. Hawthorne Heights similar to Wuthering Heights? No. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a book, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I was supposed to read it. Okay, cool. I'm sure I, think I was Hawthorne supposed to read Heights it. Hawthorne Heights is like a book as well, right? I don't know. That sounds know. too new for me to know. I don't know. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, you said you currently feel empowered about your running. I feel like yes. none of us would be shocked. Like you've said a lot of things that are empowering, but w- uh, was there something specific about right now that you feel empowered by your running life? The fact that I feel like I can just get out and do it. Like I can just get out and run however many miles. I mean, up to a point. You know? What's I'm the not point? Going what's, out and doing but what's a the point? What's the point? Well, I'm not doing. Uh, you doing said a up to a point. We're not going out doing a marathon. I but I will I, this fall. Let's go. Hey. Which one? Chicago. Whoa. I know. That's pretty big. <laughs> I, I don't remind me. <laughs> How many people? Fifty-five thousand. That's so freaking cool. You're one of fifty-five thousand people doing the Chicago Marathon in the fall. Yeah, wow. and we are in the, I think the millionth pool. No, no, no. Was it the millionth or the billion? Millionth. What does that mean? So the millionth runner of Chicago will be in our pool. So Whoa. you could. I you could technically. Call yourself. I probably already am. Yeah. The millionth runner. If you finish at the back of your pool, you could intentionally finish at the back of your pool and be yeah. the millionth. I could time it out perfectly. <laughs> push people away. You push Just them in front of you. Now. Yeah. yeah. Just on, while you're running the live results, there, like, like know where you need to be, and then just like stand at the line with yeah. the phone going until just the right moment. Unbelievable. So sweet. <laughs> um, and then this spring, well, did you ever finish your? I guess it was just the, the ability to go out and do it. Yeah, I can 
even if somebody texts me and says, hey, you want to go do a 5K? I signed up for one tomorrow. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Nice. And that just feels so free to just, I don't know. It feels like I, I'm, I feel a little more complete almost yeah. being able to do that. Did you say you're running a 5K tomorrow? No, no. You're saying if someone asked you if tomorrow, If someone asked you me could. to, I could cool. just jump in yeah. and do that. And that's kind of cool as that's opposed to training for four months and then running and being like, why is this so hard? I did right. that during the trail run. Under my breath, I was like, why is this so hard? And somebody was in front of me, and she turns around, and she goes, because it's a mountain. <laughs> she was so mad. <laughs> I'll never get over that. That's incredible. Um, and so you are training. We keep talking about this Monday night speed, Saturday mornings. Yes. You're in the Rush what group? running training group. It's the half marathon mm. training group. It's okay. phenomenal. What what half marathon are we doing? The Bentonville half, which is also, I think, probably the best half in the nation. I think it's Whoa. already taken that term. Who really? Says, who said that? Says who? Probably Running Magazine. Probably. <laughs> wow. That's something that I feel like Mike would say. <laughs> <laughs> probably Running Magazine. Is there a Running... There's I know there's Running, running there's Times, a, there's Running World. Well, Running Times doesn't exist But... Eventually, it's just, just, just created, created a running new magazine. Yeah, there's track and field. I was thinking track about running world. To be fair, yeah, that's okay. It's the same thing. <laughs> running Sorry, times. I'm a punk, like, and I'm going to call you out for nitpicky things. So. Sadly, <laughs> running times doesn't exist anymore. What happened? Uh, they just want to sell products now, and so they just have running runner, runners world. Yeah, it's okay. really sad. Okay. Yeah, when I would go to airports, it's the only time that I would buy running times is I would go to, like, the magazine store that the only time you ever buy magazines in your life is when you go to the airport. It's a really good book. And so I would go look for running times. Then after a while, I was like, I can't find any copies. Huh. They don't exist. Because it's the same company. Yeah. I remember I like it was, like, 2011. Uh, I just moved out to Denver to run Skokooks. at Colorado Christian Ooh. University. Skokooks. Uh, and um, that's where we met. Besties. And I read some article. Uh, besties. Don't you test these besties. Um, I read an article. Uh, uh, what were we going to say? Were you going to say we're besties with testies? I was kind of wondering. Don't test Don't these you besties. Don't you test these besties. With, with testies. Uh, um, ben gets to choose what is edited out of this Ah, uh, This one this seems good so far. I'm just going to leave. I'll forget yeah. about it. Typically, there's like. <laughs> I'll forget Along that I need to like, the, like add sites. in. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no like marker. Typically, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll edit this out, and then no, <laughs> it's just in there. We're no. just gonna leave it for the world. We're to gonna hear. we're gonna get a message from some parent like, my son's not coming to John Brown University. Yeah, my anymore. son's it feels called out because he doesn't have any besties. That's what she's gonna. Call yeah, that's about, what right? that's what she's gonna say. It's like uh, I read an article. Besties. I read an article uh, by Running Times about Kenyans and how they ran just everywhere mm-hmm. um they they didn't drive to the grocery store they drove they ran to the grocery store they didn't drive to school they ran to school and back and whatever and so running times uh had like a challenge for everyone uh to do the same thing for the summer and they called it kenyan summer and guess what i did i bought a shirt didn't do it <laughs> uh, and so it was like my favorite shirt and i had it for so long and i wore that thing it said kenyan summer and uh, and so many times I had to explain to people that I was just a total poser, but it was a sick shirt. So. Why didn't you do it this summer? Uh, that is a great question. Summer 2023, Kenyan. Kenyan summer. So Kenyan well, okay. Summer. So if the challenge were to be posed, okay. I mean, don't when can I ever drive? 
JB, you practice? Within reason. Right. <laughs> I live. I live. I live a forty-five-minute drive from Salem Springs. But how far from the grocery? Um, the question is, how often do I go to the grocery store? Um, no delivery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like I could run to the grocery store. I feasibly could run to work and back. Um, that would be every day a total of twelve miles yeah. or so. It's doable. Yeah. Two two six mile runs. Yeah. But I mean that's the idea of the Kenyan summer is exactly. they probably would be doing that length of a run right. to work or something. Yeah. Right. So um, I don't accept the challenge in this moment. <laughs> because it is it is uh, being recorded. Uh, and uh, then it, I would be on the hook. Mm-hmm. I would be on the hook. So yeah. we're not gonna accept it in this moment, but uh, we can float it. Uh, you know. Now that you're talking about floating, I still just think of it with this balloon this outside. Balloon that's been swirling we all in circles float for down 48 here. minutes and 11, <laughs> 12, 13, 14 seconds. Um, the, uh, huh. So now we're kind of getting towards the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We, I mentioned at the start that we do this thing called repeats. Mm. And so now Peter and I get to quickly rack our brains with questions that we're going to ask you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like Mike has his like... 800, 400, 200 workout where you have like 30 seconds rest where you yeah. start and then you do the repeat and then you have 30 seconds and it's the next one. Like very be, very small rest yeah. in between and, and okay. your, your repeats are quick. So just quick answers. It's not a new conversation, whatever. So Imagine Mike yelling at you, I see you walking back there. Yeah, I see I, you behind the shed, yeah. high school, Evangeline. Yeah. Uh, do you have a first repeat or no? <laughs> I had like, there were 13 kids whoa, in our whoa, class. Whoa, whoa. He knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do anything. <laughs> That's a great coach. That's a great PE coach. I was imagining my high school, there's like 80 kids going no. out for PE, no. and you can like just get lost would, in the mob and just like deck No, up. I'd write my own doctor's notes. Like he knew everything. <laughs> I think he just had no hope for me. Amazing. Amazing. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Uh, first I repeat. Go, Ben. Oh, I was. Sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, first repeat. Um, well, what is your least favorite Mike Crush workout that he's had to do at speed so far? Anything with burpees. Ooh, that's a lot of them. them. That's a lot of them. Uh, hey, you should have come on Monday. There were no burpees. Now sad. Next repeat. Uh, give us just a, a law school fact. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> or, or similar to the, if you're going to get a felony, make sure it's in which county? Washington. Washington county? Give us, give us a, a similar thing to, to that. Ooh, ooh. Don't ever threaten to kill somebody. I, okay, I was just <laughs> planning on it. It's in my phone in my calendar, but I need to cancel that. There was, a, there was a kid that killed someone in our high school uh, that told his friend earlier that day that I'm going to effing kill that kid, and then he punched That's him, and, he, get it. and yeah. he cracked his head on the ground, and he died, and because he said that to his friend, he's now in prison for oh life my goodness. because it's considered premeditated. I feel like this it's might be the type of thing that we remove from the podcast. <laughs> it's well, he, him, him, and the family. This is this is what gets called out. Big, big peak in Valley and back up to peak now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and the him and the family of the kid that he killed, they now go on nationwide tours of why you shouldn't fight in school. Wow. And so he kind of is living a free life because he's not in prison every day, but also he's probably getting transported prison to prison, not hotel to hotel. Right, so. right. This was like a 1K repeat, and it is now over. Right. Next repeat. Um, <laughs> what is your, what's your fast day shoes that you put on? Ooh, Saucony Endorphin Speed Pro 3s? Is yeah. that it? Yeah, probably. I don't know. The bright red. I the like bright, oh, the pro, the pro, the, just the Pro 3s. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Different Pro 3s. I don't know the names. Uh, next repeat. It's race day. Uh-huh. Uh, how 
long before the gun goes off do you wake up and what fuel do you put in your body when you wake up? Ooh, like an hour and a half. Okay. And I am a sucker for cookies and cream, honey stinger waffles. I was really hoping you were just going to say cookies and cream ice cream. Ice cream. Like perfect. I can do that. <laughs> for real. Have you seen, There's. it might be on TikTok, but for sure on Instagram Reels, um, this guy talking about how ranch dressing is the perfect uh, fuel for like trail running. What? He's totally a total spoof. But, oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, I... He's just like pouring it in his mouth and into bowls and whatever. It has electrolytes and just all sorts of things. It's great. Is it the SNL skit where they have the... Uh, the that ranch? one, Hidden Valley Ranch. H-H-V-R-H-V-R. There's a Hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth. It's the only, only SNL skit that I would probably ever reference, and that's one of my favorites. It's a great one. <laughs> Not you, Sue. We all hate you. We all hate you, Sue. I'm getting a big hit of kiwi. I'm getting a big hit of kiwi. You need to watch that. We might include that, and that might be in the show that's, notes. That is definitely going to the show notes. That's a good one. Oh, I'm, we're going to watch that after we're done if you haven't seen it. It's pretty it great. Is, it is incredible. Which means we might also watch the pizza, the pizza eater, but... It's another Melissa McCarthy. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Quality. So. Uh, next repeat. Um, where's your favorite place to run in Northwest Arkansas? That isn't a treadmill. That's <laughs> not a treadmill. Okay, I'm, I'm over the treadmill. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Officially, sorry, sorry, we're done. Sorry. sorry. Um, ooh, the Razorback Greenway. Ooh, no. Pierce National Park. Battlefield. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Get History. Em. Kind of northeast of here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look at me with my cardinal direction. Look at that. And then, uh, <laughs> look at Robert, Robin directions. Um, name a friend of yours that is that does not yet consider themselves a runner that you would like to turn into a runner. Like someone that doesn't run? Yeah. My mom. Your mom? My mom. Tell uh, just it would just be fun to to turn her into a runner. Yeah, I think she'd make a fun runner. Do you ever have you ever tried to get her to come with you? Mm-hmm. She likes to compete with James. She's not very. She like run walks, run walks, and okay. she doesn't really like it. But okay. cool. Well, I'm gonna force her. Evangeline's uh, mother. This is your official invitation to become a runner with yeah. us. And That's congratulations, cool. you made it like an hour into this podcast. Mom. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! That's amazing. We're not quite there, but we'll get there. Eventually. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, have you what's like the what's the moment that you think like yeah I'm doing it like I'm I'm doing this running thing like what's like I, I, I'm trying to think what, what was my defining moment yeah 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 like what when did that when did it like click they're like oh I'm a runner honestly probably not until this last August okay. so you had been running I had been running and, and, and probably years now then? based yeah. two years. Well, I guess based on your definition or your perception of being a runner is like the feeling free. So right. was it was that when you started feeling free? Or do you look back yeah. on before? I and- felt super free that whole time, but it wasn't until August that all of a sudden it became my escape too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Deep. really cool. Come on. Yeah. Deep. She just claimed that what she just said <laughs> was deep. deep. <laughs> By the way, what I said was pretty deep right there. Good. You didn't that catch one. it. Uh, if you need me to say it again, that. I'll say it again. Yeah. We might just play we're it on gonna, repeat. We're going to clip that and put it in an Instagram reel That's not for bad. our Instagram. That's not bad. <laughs> but it's going to be her saying that was deep. It was not not the actual thing. It yeah. was, that was right deep. after. Yeah, it was deep. Um, I recognize it now. Other thing, so I always feel like, a, like, I feel like I'm a professional runner, quote unquote, when Peter drives in a car next to me, huh. and people drive by or walk by, and they're like, "Oh, that guy has like an aid car." 
do you ever have in a moment where you're like, oh, I like right now I feel really like I'm running and I feel really cool. Is that just me? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> just a blank stare. Like, uh. what are you talking about? <laughs> Saturday mornings with my fast shoes on. Yeah. And it, it's like matching outfit. I had the alpha flies for like a split second. Like that, I felt like. What happened to the alpha flies? I took them back. <gasps> I know. That's but then you bought the pros. Well, no, then I bought the vapor flies. And then I bought the. Remember, I come back oh, a lot. Did you took you took the vapor flies back? Too? No, I still have the. Va- I have a lot of shoes. Nailed it. That's um, an issue. The uh, so you said that you like the outfit matches. What? Yeah, like what all does black Nike, like? but with like but really bright shoes, shoes, super bright shoes, nice. but not Nike shoes. Sometimes Nike shoes. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I feel like if you're gonna go off brand for something that you if like you're, if you are on True. brand yeah. and there's one item that isn't shoes is the thing that can yeah. be different right. or a hat. Uh, yes, but that's like you. I I wouldn't choose to go. My shoes are different and my hat's different. Oh, you would do one of only one of yeah, them. Yeah, but I'm also weirder. Like I wouldn't wear Nike socks with Adidas shoes. Sometimes, sometimes like just to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> just yeah. to really mess with people. I definitely like. Out of spite, I wear I wear everything all one brand except like one very obvious item, and just and like to, a competing brand. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh. Like, you, are you just waiting and hoping that I'll like mention it? God, every so often I try it. It's really pretty good. Uh, as we <laughs> arrived tonight, you were talking about how you have cut back on how often you go to Rush Running. Yes. Uh, what is what what, what items at Rush Running? draw you back so easily shoes Shoes. i love shoes (laughs) um shoes and gels and also scratch Mm, electrolytes i'm a big electrolyte fan uh for our listeners that aren't as into the running world uh tell them what gels are what scratch is and and maybe even what shoes are and what gels you use (laughs) i can tell you what shoes are yeah what gels yeah so goose i tried the martin i tried the martin i don't understand I don't get it. Blech. It's really? I don't like it. Weird. Yeah. I had to like chug water to get it down without throwing wow. up. Okay. Non-flavor stickiness. You know? Worst. Oh, okay. You know those packets that are like do not eat yes. gelatin. I. That's what I imagine them tasting like. I've never yeah. eaten them because you're not Wait, supposed to. Wait, where are you guys finding packets that say do not eat gelatin? Anytime my like wife orders an Amazon jacket pocket, like the silica packets, but they're gel instead of the beans. I I for I sure like know the beans. I don't know. I know. But if you get them wet, yeah. they'll gel <gasps> up. Nice. Oh, that's why, because the they suck up moisture. Do? That's what they do. They yeah. suck up moisture. So that's why you're not supposed to drink it or eat it. Man, I need to start putting things underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop it in. Water. Just it all sorts of things. Who knows what happens? Sorry. So that's what gels, <laughs> that's what yeah, gels are. Gels, um, but, but, oh, but what gels do you get? Goo. You get goose. I get goose, but only the s'mores. Okay. Yeah. S'mores. Have you tried the the salted chocolate mm-hmm. something? That one's good too, okay. but I'm a sucker for the s'mores. Okay, okay, okay. Chocolate's you fine. Vanilla is yeah. fine. Watermelon, avoid. Yeah. Have you tried spring? Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Spring yet? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is. Is this a real thing? Spring. Is yeah. This something that I need that to come is try? that is my favorite nutrition because it's 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 all natural. It's, uh, I always get this wrong, it's basatmi rice, how do you say it? Basmati. 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 Basmati? Bas- I always say it's basmati. B-A-S-M-A-T-I, basmati. I used to say basmati times rice. thymes, so I mean, I'm not good with that. That's okay, that's okay. Um, 
But it's uh, they've got four, five, four different flavors, five different flavors. Okay. One base is rice. Yeah, the base is rice. Oh, but it's weird. but it's like a puree. It's not sticky. It tastes good. <laughs> but if it was like uncooked <laughs> grains <laughs> of rice, rice in a normal like goo pouch thing, you just so just like applesauce. Yeah, that is one of their flavors. It honestly, it uh, I've had it once, mm-hmm. and there's a chance that it was yeah, 100 uh, percent spoiled. It was spoiled, and so I don't know well, if that. I'll pull a goo out of my pocket from like two years ago. So that's yeah, yeah, no. goo isn't all me. natural, right? Goo Spring is mostly is, sugar. Oh yeah, so that's gonna yeah. keep for forever, Delicious. like a McDonald's burger. Yeah, um, but no, spring's good. Um, but you can, it, you can almost, almost feel it at home. It almost feels like someone just kind of ground up some strawberries. Mm-hmm. Really fun. I know. That sounds good. Or yeah. peanut butter or mangoes. There's oh, currently cool. a cherry chocolate one. It's pretty mm. decent. Is, that, is there uh, that would be good. to like it was, a hol- that? it was it was a holiday special. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Valentine's? We need to, no, it was Christmas. We might need to have But we got them really specials. late. Oh, the cherry chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need to introduce holiday specials on this podcast. Ooh. I don't know how we're gonna do that, but I'll leave that up to you. Drawing board. Love on the run. <gasps> Stolen from the podcast. We were, we're a week late, but next it's year... Fun. Next year we'll release this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then just name it after every race, Freedom 5K. Yes. We'll have a July 4th. Yeah. We'll St. Patty's Day. Ooh. Typically I do some kind of like funky... I'm trying to think of the word that I do. Luck of the runner. Uh, I don't know. I, what's the... Where everything starts with the same letter? Oh, alliteration. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. I'm good at English. Yeah. I'm learning Welsh right now. Really? So that's all I'm thinking about. Thyme. Yep. Thyme. <laughs> yep. Uh, apparently, the Welsh are really good singers. Like, they pride themselves yeah. as being really good singers. Yeah, that's why I'm in a band. That's why I'm in a band. <laughs> I don't know that there's a whole lot of uh, hardcore yeah, Welsh, Welsh bands. Well, that, but there's a there's a deep underground Welsh punk scene. Is there? Yes. I would not How be far underground? They play in subways. <laughs> But it's like that's under, like un, underground. Un, underground, like the underground rap scene, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. caves. Yeah, exactly. Like caves. A, that's where all the rappers subways, are. Subways, sewers, yeah. basements. Yeah. Name some other things that are underground. Bunkers. <laughs> Crawl spaces. Uh, apparently, a guy in Australia has a gun range in his basement. Caskets. Yeah. Tombs. Uh, so, ooh, catacombs. Mm. Ooh. Magma. Could you imagine playing a punk show in a catacomb? I can't. I've not done it yet. That would be... But no, I said, can you imagine? I have not imagined it yet. Well, awesome. you should right uh, now. I'm... Ooh. It'd be pretty fun. <laughs> in a catacomb? In a catacomb. I'm imagining Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. When he and the blonde-haired woman find the X marks the spot on the floor in that church, and then they bust mm. a hole in that beautiful old church, and they <laughs> dive down in there. And they climb through the catacombs, and they find uh, the Ark of the No Ark of the Covenant, because that would would have been Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, they find the Ark. How many times did they find the Raiders of the Lost uh, Ark? The... It, it's still going. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that's what I think of every time yeah. I hear the word catacombs. Is Indiana Jones? So I think thanks, Italy, Harrison Ford. Or France? I think it's Italy, like Rome, like the Roman catacombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think of like the Casca of Monte Cristo, even though it doesn't have anything to do with it because it's put behind a wall. I love I that know. movie. It was. Oh, I thought it was a book. Wait, it's it, not a book? It's based a on a book. book. Oh, okay, kind of cool. I have yeah. not seen the movie. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not going to tell you that you should because I know you won't watch it. Nope. <laughs> it's a... It's a Peter knows a, me so well. It's, if, a decent, someone... it's a decent movie that okay, I know. Then, if you make your way yeah. around to it, whatever. It's fine. Not a big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, if someone like Hardline is like, you have to watch this movie, I'm like, and now I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. It could be the greatest movie in the world. I'm not going to watch it. Rebellious. It, yeah. It's bad. It's not I, I parked, a cause. I parked in a spot this morning simply because a man parks there every morning, and I beat him to it this morning to go to practice, and so I parked in this spot. Just out of like, ha, now you have to park in a different spot. <laughs> and, ben, and Ben has no idea if it actually irked the guy, but he imagined that it did. It, it, it probably did. Probably. probably. Threw, it, he might not have even noticed. It just kind of threw him off, and Ooh. all of a sudden the rest of this morning was just weird. No, Subconsciously, he, he was, yeah, like, something like he was, was walking off. with a limp or something. He was yeah. sideways. No, he knows. He pulled in and said, ah, some guy parked in my spot. And then he probably walked out for his lunch break. He and my, wrong car. and my car was gone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow, we're off the rails. He was anticipating that your car was going to stay there all day, all day. long. He thought, uh, someone took my spot. That's there all day long. <laughs> Probably thinking there's like some new guy parking in my spot. I got to figure out who parked here. His car is gone. Yes, everyone inside of Chick-fil-A. If it was, is that your Xterra? No. Is that your Xterra? No. Do we... we could do it about 16 other times. We're yeah. not going to. No, no. Yeah, my brain's starting to go off the rails here. I don't, I don't think we've ever gone this far off the rails. No, I don't think so. This is You're pretty good. Welcome. Are we about to have this balloon actually leave the square? No, it's tried to multiple times. Ah, dang it. It's been over there quite a bit. Mm. Uh, the balloon and it, is it yellow? Uh, I think it's red. red. I think it's red, yeah. yeah. I've never, I've, I started the new uh, I haven't it, seen the new ones. Uh, and I stopped, I stopped right as the little boy walked up to the, the drain. I was like, <laughs> don't want to, I, I was far. like, I was like, this is creating in me what it's wanting to create. And I don't like it. Yeah. So I, I pressed it. I turned it off. I watched the OG one when I was too young to watch it. And then I, my yeah. parents did a really... Sorry, Mom and Dad, if you're listening to this. Um, they did a really bad job about what movies I could and could not watch. Man, yeah. I watched Braveheart in kindergarten. I watched Saving Private Ryan in kindergarten. <laughs> I watched it when I was in, like, third grade. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. My life was wild. I think I did Braveheart when I was in, like, fifth grade. But that's not kindergarten. But I feel no. like I'm... Kindergarten, you're like so unaware of what you're watching. I was right. very much aware. You were aware? Oh yeah. Gosh, you were. I was were very advanced. much at like a history buff yeah. at the time, so I was like, "Oh, William Wallace, my mate, is gonna go in and kill people." That gonna, I don't know. Wait, is William Wallace uh, related to Ollie Hoare from Australia? Somewhat, probably. Oh, well, I mean, cool. Australians are English. It's true. It's Criminals. True. We don't talk about that, okay? But we should. But we should. But not anymore. <laughs> so is everyone there now related to a criminal initially? Probably. Probably. That's yeah. probably why they're so like wild-eyed. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm just waiting for one of my relatives to commit a crime so that I can move there. That'd be yeah. Great. And I would. I would. Like, would okay, can, you, can you export me to Australia? Would I be considered an export? Threaten to kill somebody, and we might. Nice. Are you gonna threaten? Nope. I'm not saying it out loud. <laughs> But if you could. Nope. If it's not, this is being recorded. <laughs> and I don't I want should. the Benton County public. Well, I guess you're a defender, right? Yeah. So well, I then you could. So yes. But I you, you, would, you would tell me to not talk right now. You would say, Ben, don't say anything, right? Well, you're not my client. No, so she, you should talk. After, no. after the offense, Afterwards. while you all while you're in, uh, in jail right, right, right. and you're waiting to be processed. Pre-arranged, yeah. yeah. And I would be like... Should have talked. Yeah. No, that's why, I, that's why I, I'm teaching my daughter right now that whenever she gets pulled over when she's older, she's talking to the police, I say, when the police ask you any question, you say, I need my May May, who's May, May May's Megan, who is a lawyer. Okay. And, and, and so I'm, get, I'm teaching my four-year-old to say that she needs her May May whenever the police ask her a question. 
I really hope that regardless of what? when this moment <laughs> happens, that she hasn't graduated away from calling Megan Maymay. No, it's going to be, I need my Maymay. 30 years yeah, old. Not, I yep. need my lawyer, nope. which is her aunt. No, yep. it's, I need, I need my Maymay. Yep. yep. I yep. teach my nephews to say, uh, God bless the men in blue. How are you doing today? So. <laughs> That's amazing. Never gotten a ticket. And they salute. <laughs> they salute. There you go. Yeah. Gentlemen. <laughs> amazing. Start your engines. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's all I've got. Oh, do you have any questions for us? Oh, that's fun. Yeah, Ooh. do you have uh, any Ooh. any returns? Ooh, that's scary. I'm trying to think. You don't have to have them. It's okay. No, I mean, I have like a thousand in my head. Well, come on. Give us uh, the 62nd of those thousand questions. The 62nd is I want to know how y'all got started running, but I don't know that that's a 62nd answer. Uh, my short version, I'm really good at it. I played all the sports under the sun. Uh, when I lived in New Jersey, and then I moved, and I had no friends, and I didn't want to be on any other team, and the track coach said, hey, you should come run, and so I did. You're yeah. from New Jersey. I am. New Jersey. New Jersey. But I lived on, like, the west side of the state, so we didn't have really accents. New Jersey. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. I used to work but, in New York, so I drove through New Jersey, and everybody was like, as soon as you get over there, it's going to smell. And I was like, true. no, it's not. That's really weird. But no, it, it, it does. did. No, but that was the best. That's the part that we could, like, if we cut it off, the state would be one of the best in the nation. But everyone just thinks of like the Jersey Shore sure. and the yeah. industrial part of New Jersey, like my in-laws for me. I don't know. The don't stinky part. Yeah. 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 Uh, for me, the short version, uh, my brother and his best friends were runners and they won a few races. And I was like, I want to be like Wes and Eric Staples. And so I wanted to get into distance running. That was when I was maybe 11 or so. And uh, so at the camps that I went to as a kid, I ran in some races and did well enough that I was like, ooh, I could do this. And then, you know, moment after moment after that, I got into to running. And then yeah. two and a half years into college, I became a collegiate runner. So. Let's go. See, somebody yeah. should interview y'all mm. on this podcast. Who should That'd we have interview us? Finer. We've kind of interviewed each other uh, a few times, but it would it's be, true. I feel like it would be more fun. In depth. Because if someone didn't really know the yeah. answer to the question, right. they, they could lead us to places we've never oh. been before. Right. Wow. Yes. In a world where no one knows who you are, <laughs> these two men will be taken to places they've never been before. Will they come out alive? Probably not. <laughs> this summer in a theater near you. <laughs> you know, on the old VHS. The Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, We'll do. We'll do two more questions. Okay. We'll we'll take. We'll, we'll field. We'll, we'll field, field two, two more, more questions, questions, and we might uh uh you know say we need our may may and not answer the questions. Yeah. I'm only ooh, here so I don't ooh, get fined. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn. That was a, a Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, Lynch running back for the Seattle Seahawks uh, a few years ago. That was what like he 20, 20 straight questions. He would get asked after a game, and he just said, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." During like the Super Bowl oh, nice. festivities leading up to it, like you would get fined if you didn't go to press whatever the, the, the pre Super Bowl okay. press conferences. And so he sat down. The first thing he said is, uh, "All I'm going to say is that I'm here so I won't get fined, and that's the only answer I'll give." Go ahead, use your time wisely. <laughs> And people asked him questions, and they realized that he was going to continue saying it. And so then they just started asking him really squirrely and weird questions like, hey, what's your favorite anime or whatever? And he just continued to say, I'm only here so I won't get fined. Yeah. That's great. great. Wild. Yeah. Wow. I need to YouTube that. Yeah. Um, what do y'all see for the future of your running careers? Yeah. Uh, well, Ben, being a good running friend, has uh, created – a goal for both of us uh, and thus me to run a half marathon we're probably looking at one in June 
Uh, it's another Bentonville half. Um, not so the Bentonville half. It's in, it's in Bentonville, technically. It's actually Wait, the trail run? No. Where Eagle? I'm signing no, up for Eagle. No. That one, well, I do plan on doing more Eagle. Okay. Um, but no, it's the one Breaking that's... Uh, ankle on that yeah, one Yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah, left, for sure left ankle. Um, yeah. But no, it's, it's like just down the greenway. You just start it like... Where, okay, Olive Garden? Yeah, that's where I usually start my runs. Perfect. Um, well, it's just a little bit down the hill from there. Like, instead uh -huh. of going towards Cross Church, you go, like, down the little mini extension towards yeah. Rogers. You do, like, a little mile loop, and then you literally just run down the greenway to Pleasant Grove. And then you oh, come yeah. back, and then you go a little bit towards Roger High School. And then you run all the way downhill back to cool. the start line. a lot of downhill on the way back, so it's that's going to be flying. As you're, as you're getting tired, you got downhill to cool pull beans. you. So, so uh, that's on the horizon. And so, uh, honestly, it would be sweet for PT to work in a way that keeps my legs from freaking out as I add speed sometime soon. Yeah. Nice. So I'm trying to get some base miles in, so I'm running a little bit, I'm riding my bike a little bit, and uh, trying to stay ready for speed. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, mine's pretty much the same thing. Uh, half marathon in June, maybe another half in the fall, maybe a full in the fall, haven't decided yet. I want to find, a f my, I want my first full to be like low key, but oh, fun. I was gonna say New York. No, I think I'm like I like. There's part of me that wants to go to some random podunk marathon, just so there's like no pressure. Yeah. And maybe I could win it, but also I could blow up and not be a big deal because no one's there. Right. You know, like I could do some research and be like, oh, maybe I'll. F but also I like want people around me. I don't want to run go run a marathon by myself. Yeah. That would be right. Cool. I don't know. So I gotta find the balance. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just I just do CIM and call it a day. That way I just... <laughs> and if I win the CIM, then oh, freak. If I Yeah, I'd be... No, I'm not winning CIM. Yet. Yet. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Hey, hey. anything could happen. 30s are your best years, right? That's what they or say. Writing. That's what they say. You could you could win Berlin. <sighs> what be up? I could be Elliot Kipchoge. You could. He's going to be... Just I could wear his shoes. You just need the shoes. I, we have some signed by him in the store now. That's creepy. Really? Yeah. Insane. You want to see him? Yeah. I'll buy Rush Running. Oh, that's a bad idea that's for me. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> see what I do because there? I Go might... to look at shoes, leave by I should be shoes. getting paid I right might... now by Mike. Yeah. You should, because I'm I'm, I'm staying away so that I don't buy the Alpha Flies again. <laughs> but you didn't like them. I didn't like them. I know. So you're not going to buy them. I can't get my head around that. But the that. new Vapor Flies are fly. We're now, we have them out yet. We don't have them out yet. Oh, okay. They're... Just kidding. Just kidding. But okay, they are No, but safe. there is a hot pink pair of something coming out from Nike. It's either the Vaporflies or the Alpha Flies, and I'm... Probably the Alpha Flies. They look really good. Yeah. Mm. Okay, last question. Before okay. We, before we cut the interview. Pre-long run fuel. What do y'all do? I, uh, recently I've been, this is really funny, so I used to do oatmeal, and that was it. But recently, I walked through the freezer aisle and saw Eggo waffles. And so I do Ooh. three Eggo waffles, some maple syrup, and some butter. And that banana. sounds really good. Uh, what are we considering long run for this question? When you go on your weekly long run, <laughs> whatever day that you have a lot of that in your brain. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, say yeah. for you two, like, what, 15 plus? I haven't ran 15 I plus miles. I, for me, the, the question is 10 miles, and okay. I, I'm, I'm not great. <laughs> uh, I'm not great when it comes to nutrition, okay. like to, to fuel, like, on the day of type thing. Race day, I can, uh, I can prep a little bit better. If it's the morning of a long run with Ben, I'm probably on the drive to the run, um, uh, eating uh, honey stinger and 
and maybe some little honey stinger chews as well, just because my Ooh, roommate flavors. gave me a bunch. Uh, I think there's like some sort of smoothie, some sort of fruit, fruit smoothie. Fruit smoothie, yeah. Uh, so but just, just because I know that I can put that in me, it's not going to upset my stomach, and it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. Um, I I don't prep well for fueling when I run or cycle, and it's probably a bigger. Wait, so are you a triathlete? Uh, nah, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. I, I ride a lot, uh, one, because it's just an absolute blast, but it's, uh, it, it's easier to do and my legs not blow up, um, just with some yeah. lingering injuries and whatnot. And, uh, so cycling has been a lot of fun. Um, I've not yet gotten to the triathlons. Okay. It would be, uh, that's out there. That's yeah. a goal out there on the horizon. I work with two Ironmen. Like, one went to Kona. That's pretty dope. Like, Super Ironman. Wow. Like, I don't know how y'all. That's so no. crazy. Yeah. I mean, running a marathon was, was was bonkers. I and I and I've ridden a hundred miles once. I can't imagine going. How long is the swim? Two miles. A two mile swim, which is wild, and then to a hundred and twelve, hundred and twelve mile bike. So longer than any ride I've ever done. And then doing the longest run, uh, that's not true, but one of the longer runs that I've ever done. Um, that's, that, it, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I think we should spend the next 20 minutes just like <laughs> contemplating how wild just full triathlons are. Any, we'll just kind of sit yeah. in silence. I'll make sure to leave a real good long... <laughs> Ending. Mm-hmm. And if people stick around long enough, they'll be a giveaway. Say, and then you'll throw in the outro music. Yep. At, yeah. But there's going to be a giveaway at the end. So what s- What should our giveaway be this week? No Ooh. one's, no, not a single person has messaged our Instagram yet. We have so many unclaimed giveaways right now. Get it out there, the Elliot Kipchoge sign. I, <laughs> Shoot. I cannot. Talk to Mike. Mike, you have just relinquished your ownership of the Elliot Kipchoge shoes. Uh, and. How are they going to earn the shoes if they message or? But I really want like a, I want like a real yeah giveaway. you want a real one I want, yeah. I, but I do want you I, I was gonna say I want you to actually choose the giveaway this week so Ooh. past giveaways we've done the book Once a Runner that no one's Ooh. it's a great book you should read it if you I've fantastic. never read it you should read it you should go back and listen to one of our episodes that we did about it and that was with Alica right yeah okay. that was Alica's episode it's in there and then you can get it I'm reading a book about an ultra runner right now Ooh. which is very what's inspiring. the book. I don't. Uh, oh, no. Are you sure you're reading it? I'm re- <laughs> <laughs> Offensive. I am reading it. Okay, cool. Um, I can't. I That's don't okay. remember the name. Okay. Something about ultra running. Nice. Cool. We've also got a, a bluey uh, notebook, a bluey <laughs> coloring slash sticker book. If someone could tell me on the episode with Myra what the first bluey reference was that we talked about that day. Um, Ooh, I, I know. I know. But you have to message us on Instagram. Yeah, we got to do oh, it. Or, or we normally we say, or if you have our personal contact yeah, information, us, yeah. or yeah. call us. I think you gave out your address at some point. I did. You can mail us <laughs> at uh, at, <laughs> at 19 North Drive, Fayetteville, <laughs> Ar- two one. That is part of how the Jim Ryan podcast sounds. It really? Is. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's oh unfortunate. no. It's okay. Uh, I did a lot of editing and I kind of made it work. Nice. Uh, so, Evangeline, what would you, what would you give away, and uh, what would be the the terms of the giveaway? Well, I would, since we talked about fuel, and since I'm very specific about Ooh, the flavoring nice, 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 of nice. fuel, 
I would give away like maybe a goose s'mores, yeah, honey stinger, cookies and cream only. Uh huh. You know, we don't carry those, but I will special order them in. Finally. I I'm actually very disheartened by that. Every we can, time we I go can, in, we can bulk buy them for you. I have to buy them at Walmart. Or you could just come and bulk buy them from us. I would and do spend that. More. Yeah. <laughs> you do get a twenty. Always on sale at Walmart. You, get, you do get a twenty percent discount. They support local. Yeah. Right. Although Walmart. Walmart is local. <laughs> it's like a mom and pop shop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're not the same person. I promise. And then the little scratch. Cool. Uh, only the ra- raspberry lemonade. Okay. Limeade. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like Sonic. Ooh. Terms of the giveaway. Uh-huh. Typically it's like, and you have to message us with this information. Or like what we talked about. Or just message us to get it. Mm. What makes you feel empowered as a runner? <gasps> Ooh, you have to message us Bam. what yeah. makes you feel empowered yeah. as a runner. And yeah. this is going to be one that I'm not going to do the first person. I'm just going to say anytime that someone does that, yeah, I will send them... That was a high five, by the way. I'm gonna do it right now. And Van's gonna get a free set. I've gotta go find honey stinger cookies and cream waffles. (laughs) And I've brought it up at Rush Running multiple times too. Multiple times. I am our I am the nutrition head guy right now. The nutrition head guy? That's what I say. Well, Um, I'm making a formal request. Done. I will put that into the buyers because I actually have no say over what gets bought. Cookies and cream is the (laughs) But you're the head guy. You had me going there. I know. I I am over the, like, when someone comes in, they have nutrition questions. If I'm there, I field them. Um, And I make sure that it's all stocked. And I tell Carrie what needs to be replenished, blah, blah, blah. So I will bring it up to our buyers. But honestly, what I say probably doesn't matter. But But it could. It could. It could. Mm. Anyway. It needs to be known. Those are the best. Empowered. What makes you feel empowered as a runner? You Mm -hmm. get waffle. You get scratch. You get goo. Goo. You get basically like a five dollar yeah. set of yeah. fuel. Sick. Right there. Done. That's you're ready for a long anything. Run. A long run. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're ready for run. anything. <laughs> the Iron Man yeah. competition. Cool. That's all you need. Could you imagine doing a long Ah man, that could be a fun little segue of doing a the Iron Man only with cookies and cream, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever s'mores yeah. and scratch. The minimalist challenge. Ooh. But you only get one of each. <laughs> Yeah. And you probably die at the end. Yeah. Or in the middle. Yeah, before that. <laughs> I probably die during the swim, so I don't even take nutrition, but it's fine. How many oh. sharks are present during the swim? Oh, I know. I just drowned. Ooh. Oh, okay, cool. I yeah. did have a friend who swam an Ironman out to Alcatraz, and he was like, if I don't come back, just know that's probably what happened, because there are so many sharks. Anyway, that was off topic. But mm. that, out to Alcatraz and back. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. No, thank you. Security's going to come kick us out here in a second, so... Studio G's been great. Studio G's uh, been real great. Honestly, though. Evangeline, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we'll probably you. have you back on after, like, either Chicago or after Bentonville or wherever. Um, you've been a great guest, and I'm sure people would love to hear more about your story. So. What a blast. Awesome. awesome.